0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast.
1: Oh, he lifts the pilot. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Al on Pulse 95. Nice
0: strike. Oh, better than nice.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> that time, it's the Halftime Show at Dury. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, 95 radiocom our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Hope you're having a great Saturday, and thank you very much for spending the hour with me. So it is that time, and I'll make it worth your while. Right, what do we have on the show today? Let me tell you what I have on the show today. We've got a different scope on... What type of athlete are you? Now on the show, normally we talk about the different styles as we, as we face as an athlete, but I wanna look at it from the sense of how you respond to a coach. We zone into the humanitarian versus the authoritarian approach, and which one would you like to be coached under as an athlete? We also look at the power of accountability and whether it plays an important role in results. Mary Phillip, if you don't know the name, you will know today because she is an athlete that is now coaching a men's team think about that women we've got that out there now that might be the way we're heading in the direction of coaching because having a female coach a men's team is great for the sport Adds a different perspective and i'm going to be covering that today and is this a trend we could be seeing in the future got to give a couple of special shout outs of course to my wonderful sister-in-law Aisha khan who's in here at pulse 95 with me i might even get her on the show later we've got maria terry alize subi all the way from denver ahmed masoud anita dino and who else have i got here of course our favorite fahima thank you so much for tuning in on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri oh he left Yeah, there is that time. It's the halftime show. Thank you for spending your time with me today on this beautiful Saturday afternoon here in the UAE, in the heart of Sharjah on Pulse95. The question of the day now is what type of athlete are you? Now, looking at this, there could be so many answers to this. However, let me break it down for you and put you in a scenario. The scenario is as follows. The type of coaching you get kind of shapes or dictates the direction you're going at as an athlete. Some respond to it differently than others. Thinking of all the coaches you have now, which coaches come to mind? Text me on 4215 itasalat or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri on Instagram and let me know. That's the first part of the question. Now, the second part is when you're looking at different style of coaches, normally we've seen the style of coaches of the humanitarian approach versus the authoritarian approach. What are these approaches? The first approach is almost a more caring arm around the shoulder to try and ensure that you feel cared about and you feel that that person has you back. However, some don't respond to that exactly in that manner. Some respond to a telling off. Someone that is, let's say... A bit more strict, a bit more old school, because we often associate old school with strict approaches, discipline, kind of the hard knocks of this world. With those coaches that you have in mind, what brings out the best of you? Now, if you are a performer or not, I tend to think that everyone has the athlete in them. That's just me as a coach. What do you respond to better? When you're looking at all these type of coaches, it's it Experiences shape that. So, for example, I might have someone who is a player that is quiet, doesn't respond to being yelled at. So, therefore, I'd have to speak to them individually away from the group. However, I might have someone that needs to be yelled at, directed and held accountable, which is also the theme of today's show, to be able to make sure they elevate their performance based on their teammates. Some respond to things when they're under pressure. So, that's where I have you... St- think about all these different types of coaches and what type of athlete are you if we look at certain type of coaches let's say for example Pep Guardiola for Manchester City Pep's approach has been very much full of information full of instruction always in your ear consistently telling you what to do when to do it how to do it and in what area and zones you have to be on the pitch However, when I look at people like Sir Bobby Robson, who's an old school manager, God rest his soul, the approach that he had, you felt like he was a father figure. And not saying that father figures can't be strict with you, but also saying that he had one arm around the player. He made sure he spoke to them from the mental aspect of the game and made sure he was there for them as a father as well as a coach. So you see where I'm going with this in terms of approaches. And also, as an athlete, sometimes consistently getting information in your ear can be overwhelming. So that could also be something where at some point after a couple of years, you might be tired of hearing the same voice. So now that I pointed those two examples out to you, what kind of athlete are you, and what do you respond to better? And that's exactly how I feel about, um, you know, the ideas of you know, the different styles of coaches when it comes to humanitarian versus authoritarian. We've got Safe here giving us some really good insight on the Instagram Live. He's saying, well, that balance needs to be perfect or the coach to be successful. And now the mental coaches in football are the ones that are coming through. Very, very good point. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Success is based on what? Is it based on trophies or is it based on performance from your individual players? And that's where we kind of... We study the way athletes respond to certain things. If a team doesn't win a trophy in the year, but they've developed from position 15th to 10th, is that successful? This is where on the Halftime Show, we often send you all these messages about different types of mental fitness emotional fitness physical fitness and now I'm going to put you under the spotlight you tell me what type of athlete are you and what do you respond to better humanitarian versus authoritarian approach when it comes to coaches very very interesting topic because coming up next we're talking about the power of accountability do you require a coach if you hold yourself accountable I'm going to have the Adan coming up now but straight after this I'm going to be right back I'll see you soon guys this is the halftime show
0: Omar
1: Omar Alduri. Oh, he loves the pilot. What the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice
0: strike! Oh, better than nice! One thing! Yeah.
1: Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar duri I am your host, coming everything, sport, international, local. Thank you very much for tuning in here with us on Pulse 95 in the heart of Sharjah with me, Omar Al-Duri. And you know what? If you're just tuning in, you're missing the show, you're thinking, man, where can I catch it? Let me tell you, it's so on podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and on Rami. Or if you prefer a visual, head over to the Pulse 95 radio, check out the YouTube. We're there, bam, live, three cams in the studio with me and also a special guest maybe I might tell you later about her. Coming up on the show today, we've we've spoken about what type of athlete are you and how you respond to certain types of coaches. Coming on to this segment, what's important about it is it talks about the power of accountability. What is accountability? Being accountable for your own actions without looking in your right or your left and staying in your lane gives you that aspect of responsibility. And in doing so, you can't really be pointing the fingers at anyone else apart from yourself. And if you do that to an extent, are you taking off the load of coaches or having the pressure of having someone watch you when you are responsible for your own actions. Is that one way to improve performance without being distracted by others is the question I'm asking you in this segment. What does it require to be accountable especially in today's world in health and fitness? We had some great points earlier coming in especially regarding the type of coaches. Terry said, my point of view, coaches need to be able to adapt to different learning and comm styles rather than individuals having to adapt same for coaches in business and sport and that's what I love about the show we can tie in so many different factors from all the different topics out there safe from the UK says I think success will be based on how much you can develop individuals which will give an overall output for the team keep them coming in folks I love it I love it and even though Terry says I'm definitely not an athlete but if authoritarian works for me if credibility and rapport has been built brilliant that's a great thing Uh, Dino asks me a question which is nice for a change. What's your coaching style, Omar? And how do you approach your football teams? Very good question. The, the idea is to be able to develop a philosophy which can work for a team. Now, sometimes you have to put the team ahead of yourself as a person, as coach. And you might not always go down well with certain players, but when they start to see the progression and the development in the overall outcome, it depends on what objectives you set. I believe personally that each player should be set objectives so they can be held accountable, but also collectively it's a puzzle so you work on on the different skill set that they have to be able to achieve the main goal and that, that's not always looking at trophies by the way it's looking at progression and it's looking at development and I think that's how the more I study the more I learn that development is success in itself rather than just seeing how many trophies you win I think when you start off with a team and you develop them especially if they're younger especially if they're not as experienced that's the style that I like to adapt normally with teams and It does require a bit of both. I kind of look at so many different types of um, coaches. I I look at the styles that I like and I try and take the best to make them my own. So my favorite coach in the world is Marcelo Bielsa, obviously, from Leeds. He's very quiet, he's very intense. And I like his style, but that's also from the data side of things. So when it comes to the power of accountability, if I set an objective for each person, then they can develop their own right, even when they're not with me. So I set them something to do. Do people have strategies? Are they looking at vision? Do I have to install different strategies for different players based on personalities? Absolutely yes. Why? Because it is very important to be able to get them to believe and buy into what I want to do for the team's benefit and not mine. The second thing is taking crucial actions. Sometimes the lack of discipline can cause you know, one or two people to go off the, the rails that you are setting as a collective energy and as a collective vibe for the team set so work hard play hard to some extent but don't forget to work hard and finally controlling your own direction we hold ourselves accountable as coaches but we also should hold players accountable how many times have we seen teams lose and one person gets the blame i believe collectively people should be responsible for the result and this is not just in sport i believe this is in life as well whether you're into business as terry mentioned earlier you can still hold yourself accountable when it comes down to performance and that's very very key a couple of shout outs to my football friday's crew who are all tuned in dino lara kick says she prefers the authoritarian approach direct and honest but also an encouraging positive aim for the stars mindset i don't need a cynic as a coach What I like about that comment by Lara, who, by the way, is a professional Muay Thai boxer, um, is the word positive. So you can still be authoritarian but positive and not be able to crush people's confidence. And that's very, very important. I love that, Lara. Keep that coming in. And Amin, as well, has joined us as well, who happens to be a very talented athlete himself. So what do you guys think? Do you guys look at yourself and actually say that you hold yourself accountable for your own actions? And do you have a strategy in place for your own personal goal set text me on 4215 it's a lot or do or slide into my dms at omar Aldouri and keep me posted and you know what i feel like a little bit of matrix games here so listen this is some hola senorita enjoy and i'll be right back this is the halftime show with omar, omar Duri. oh this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice try. tuning in and thank you for being with me here on the halftime show you know one thing I love about this show is we kind of spur on the moment type of people here you know I don't have the luxury of having a co-host as you know on the halftime show but I have many co-hosts and those people happen to be live on my Instagram at Omar Dury giving me the questions the flavors and also creating a different element to the show safe from London might even create a new segment and he's saying we're gonna do a fire round with you and you know what because you know I like to also give, and I like to be able to be there for you guys. So I'm going to I'm going to do that. I'm going to honour that. I'm going to do that by answering your questions that you just asked. And now we've had a couple of great questions, and let me run you through them. The first question is obviously we spoke about today the different types of coaches and what athlete are you. Safe asks, what type of athlete are you, or Marb, are you? I'm. Um, I'm not as vocal, I'm hard-working, not the most skillful, but someone who's quite honest, and I like to bring out the best in my players. And I'm, I hate losing. <laughs> That's what type of athlete I am. Uh, Aisha says, and to counter that, what type of coach are you? You see, who needs a co-host when you've got these kind of people here with you? you know, I feel like now I'm just being, I'm being spoiled here. Uh, what type of coach am I? I'm someone who's, who's very selfless, and someone who, uh, who, who likes to a certain role where I don't mind taking the blame and the responsibility for my players, as long as they are working hard and trusting the process. So that's what type of coach I am. I'd like to think I'm a combination of both, depending on the players I'm working with. So I can have the humanitarian approach, probably away from the team, because then you have to treat everyone the same way. And I like to be an authoritarian a coach when it comes to the collective, and that's expecting the hardest working. Uh, athletes on front of me to be able to perform to their potential if they perform to their potential then i will take the blame if um it's not a victory on paper but it's a victory uh in my progression rate so that's that's answering aisha's question some fantastic questions uh dino is it more important to an individual or in a team team all day otherwise i wouldn't be a coach favorite cookie (laughs) favorite cookie flavor chip all day man all day uh, Zara asked a question if you win individually do you don't you automatically win in the team too then that's a very good point it depends what objectives you set and it also depends how the coach puts out all the plans in advance if they do that then you have a periodization plan which you can adhere to um, Masoud how do you maintain each and everyone's mindset as a team coach as an athlete that's a very good point by being able to to be very honest and transparent. You're able to set so many factors forward for um, you know your, your team. And, and by doing so, as long as everything is honest and transparent, even when things aren't great, it's so important to be able to do that as a team. Don't let one person walk off. Don't let someone get distracted. Invest everything you have into your players and the least they can do is, is give back that honesty, that transparency as an athlete that you require. And dedication and hard work is there as well. So discipline is very, very important. Shout out to DJ Carl as well who just jumped in. Another question, Dino, power and pre- power and precision, precision or precision and power? Interesting. What do you mean by that? Do you mean either or? Because I think precision is very important because you can have all the power in the world but miss and if you miss then therefore there's no point having that power however precision depending on the weight depending on the class depending on the speed is so important to be able to be in and out if we're talking boxing for example you're able to to use your feet and your distance and your range to be able to hit the target and move out the way because obviously not only about striking it's about defending as well Um, Terry asks a question which of your dominoes take the most work for you? Mindset Mindset is every day. Every day, it requires exactly what you put into the gym physically. It requires you to put it in mentally. And I believe it's a practice. It's a daily practice to be able to reset, to get the best out of your personal self without looking on your left or your right. Because before you can offer advice, you've got to give yourself that self-love and and you've got to know your self-worth as well. And that's something that's super key, but great question, Terry. Belzee is joined in as well. Another question, what do you need to see from your to make you want to work with them. To be honest, you work with them before you see anything, but you hope they trust the process. This is something that with a lot of the athletes that I've worked with, some people judging those athletes may not see something in them straight away, but you have to give them a fresh page, regardless of their history, of their decision-making, whether it was you know, bad decisions made, that's human. Athletes are humans, so you have to treat them as humans first and be able to treat them as people and expect them to then give you back everything once you've understood what their background is because everyone comes in bringing their own flavor to, you know, the pot, so to speak. Uh, Another question, who would you love to work with? Ooh, very good question. Freddie Roach. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is coach. I'd love to work with him. He's got a gym in LA called the Wildcard Gym. It's something that I've always wanted to see. Um, Marcelo Bielsa, all day. My favorite coach in the world. I think I'd love to see him. I'd also like to go across from my comfort zone and go into American football. It's something I've always been interested in, the tactics, the strategies, the plays, uh, the amount of work spent behind the scenes on the planning, programming, the data, the strength and conditioning. It's way out of our comfort zone as football coaches, but that's why I would love to bring that in somehow and tie it in. Like how, for example, the aspect of Muay Thai I brought into football in terms of The strength and conditioning, the movement patterns and the behavior. That's something I'd love to see with American football. Uh, Another question, Masaud, how do you see yourself when you're in playground as player and then as a coach? Any difference? It's very different. Uh, It's a good question, Masaud. I try not to bring in the two. I try not to be a coach when I'm playing. Uh, But also that comes down to, as a player, I'm not vocal, So I'm not someone who barks out information. I try to play to my team's strengths and therefore, you know, the team will hopefully play better. As a coach, I'm fully responsible for everything that happens pre, during and post. So hopefully that answers your question. Safe. how do you how do you hold yourself accountable towards your teams and your players? Wow, okay, we've got some fantastic questions in. Um, I hold myself accountable because I need to spend a lot of time away from the teams to be able to plan not just what my team does, but who they're up against. Opposition, you can't keep the same system for every team. You have to be able to change so many different things. And it doesn't just come down to the physical. It comes down to the mental as well. So there is is so much that goes into if i'm if i'm preparing myself for a team that's very well organized and probably won't have possession of the ball then i have to be able to take responsibility to be able to try and counter that try and check out anything that maybe uh will be to my team's benefit and that team's detriment and that's something i definitely think you know um is is vital when it comes to coaching you can't just have one philosophy some people criticize coaches for being boring but if you don't have the messies and the christianos of the world how can you be exciting you have to play to your own strengths and that's why people like sean dyche from um, from burnley doesn't get enough credit because he plays with what he has and that is comes down based on hard work based on discipline based on uh, you know the way they are as people so that's why I respect that question from Zara wow you, the questions are coming in when will you coach a team again? <laughs> great question Zara um, I still do I still coach the, the in the men's men's league the amateur men's league here in the UAE which I'm very lucky with football Friday shout out to the football Friday's crew and of course I like to help out uh, with the team that's come on the halftime show Leonie FC, as well so every now and then I will come down and hold a coaching session and, uh, and hold a seminar for them. So yeah, so that might be a little inkling of when I might do it. Maybe soon. There you go, guys. You got me, you got me started here. But listen, coming up next, I'm going to be talking about Mary Phillip, who is someone who is a female coach coaching in a men's league. That and also I might have a special guest, but you're going to have to tune in and stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar, Omar al on Pulse 95. Oh, he left the fire and what a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar al on Pulse 95. Nice
0: strike. Oh, better than nice.
1: Sure is that time It's the Halftime Show Omar Duri Thank you very much For spending your Saturday afternoon With me here In the heart of Sharjah On Pulse95 And thank you for those Who are just tuning in On the Instagram live As well Omar Duri Man it's nice to see Your faces here man Yaz he Moves is in the building Masoud Aisha Essay Jennifer Zara Dino Maria yeah, Thayer's is here as well. Man, thank you very much for spending your time. I and mean, by the way, you guys asked some crazy questions as well. I loved it today. Um, Mary Phillip is someone that you might not know as a household name. She's won the quadruple with Arsenal in 2007. And she's the first black woman to captain England who is now coaching a men's team. That is what's up. I'm so happy that Mary Phillip is doing big things. She's coaching Peckham's men's team in the UK, and I wish her all the best. You never know; maybe I might even get her on the show. But speaking about getting people on the show, it's not every day I end up bringing in a listener that listens from Denver. Now, for those that don't know, Denver's a little far away from here, <laughs> especially Sharjah. and it's it's nice to get different opinions. Aisha Khan, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Hey, Got a round of applause as well. Aisha uh, is visiting us here from Denver and she's someone that shoots into the halftime show. Aisha, as a listener, what do you think of the show? Be honest. I won't be hurt by it.
0: I'm not just saying this because we're family, but I absolutely love it. I think you do a really great job with your content. Mm -hmm. You're so thoughtful. Um, I wish people really knew how much effort and thought you put into your content and the guests that you have on the show. I think whether you're into sports or you're not, I think the topics that you discuss apply in all aspects of life, whether you're in sports, whether you're in the business world, or whether you're in a different industry. I think you do a really great job of covering all aspects and allowing the show to be relatable to all people.
1: Thank you. What, what do you, Is there anything that you relate to in terms of the show, Would do you like to see more of something specific that we discuss here? Or?
0: I think one topic that I have found especially helpful is just the state of the world right now. Is mm-hmm. is your mental health topic and discussions. I think our world is is looks different, feels different right now and I think those discussions, whether you know it or not, are really helping a lot of people all around the world and I think that's, that's another thing that's really great and powerful about radio and entertainment and music is even though I am so far away, I feel like this show, Pulse95, allows us to be connected from wherever we are in the world. So I really love that you guys have your YouTube, you go live, it allows me to feel like I never get to miss to be with you. And oh, I she love speaks
1: that. well, doesn't she? <laughs> she she's, you know, Maria often says she wants to co-host. role. I think we've just got a winner.
0: <laughs> I've always been the better sister, so <laughs> check. <laughs> t-
1: take already, I love it. Um, Actually, you're here for for another week. In terms of the UAE, has it changed for you? I know you live obviously far away. You you're based in New York and then back in Denver. Obviously, we got to give a couple of special shouts to uh, Subi Abu uh, Tofik Sarah Maria. Uh, Emily, as well. I'm not going to forget her. She's one of the family as well. Um, has it changed for you the UAE? And today you got to see Sharjah as well. What was that like?
0: It was different. I haven't I haven't ventured over the to this side very much, but. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful country. It's so rich in, in culture and in diversity as well. So I I always enjoy my time here. And who knows? Since I'm I'm quarantined and I'm working virtually now, who knows? I might I might come here for an extended period of time. Exclusive. Another. One. <laughs> and what did DJ Khalid said. Another. One. That's right. That's another
1: exclusive here on the halftime show. And we're almost we've almost reached full time as we're coming back. There's a couple of people who've been requesting the playlist. So I have to give a special shout out to someone who's also responsible for the music here with me behind the scenes. She doesn't like the camera. Our very own Samma here who coordinates with me in terms of what goes on between three and four on the only place to be at three, the halftime show. The music has been on point and everyone on Instagram has said to me, yo, playlist. So I'm definitely going to have a playlist tomorrow on the Instagram and it's going to be me and Samma putting our heads together. There's also a special shout out. We forgot one person and that's... Shahina, a.k.a. Bobo. So I'm going to give her a special shout-out if she's tuned in now from Denver because she's she's a very, very important part. My mom calls her Katkuta, so she's a very, very important part of the family. So I hope everyone that's tuned in today has enjoyed the show. What stood out for you? And remember, guys, if you do miss the show, you can always catch us on the podcast in an audio format on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Rami. or if you prefer to see Aisha's wonderful face, you got it on the YouTube, live on Pulse95 Radio, or even... Thanks to Super Mario and Gabby. They produce the shows and you see our content here all the time on our YouTube. So thank you so much. And Aisha, thank you for gracing the studio, man. Thanks, bro. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> I appreciate it for taking the time out to spend that time with me. Guys, we're gonna be catching us on Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4, same time, same place, same amazing tunes here in the heart of Shah and 95. That's me, Omar and Aisha out. Hope you have a blessed day. Have fun. And and I'll see you
0: soon. Peace. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.